And it's that traditional awkward pause. So what's everybody drinking? I am not drinking tonight because I've realised I've got to have measurements for my wedding suit in two weeks' time and I need to not look like a balloon. I have a nondescript bottle of Malbec from Aldi. I'm still on vodka tonic. I said I was going to get something more interesting, but I don't like anything more interesting. Okay, so uh, I suppose. So I have a session IPA called Clothing Optional today. <laughs> Again, very good. As we know, Craig, from last week, uh, your your IPAs are bought by your wife. Um, so. Was this her instruction for today? Have you been working from home? Please tell me you didn't go into the office not wearing pants. Uh, no, that did not happen. And James, uh, you say nondescript bottle of Malbec. How colourful is the label is what all listeners to podcasts oh. want you to hold up to the camera so they can't see. <laughs> so holding up to the camera that you can't see, it's basically blue with some sort of pink mountains on it. It has got some cool mountains on it. That looks like a fun route. Um, speaking of fun routes, um, not one we've got this week, James, but tell us about this week's Herd Summer Racing League. So this week on the Herd Summer Racing League, the task for our riders is simple. It is a straight up slugfest for just under 20 kilometres as they take on single lap of Tempest Fugit. There's no draft and an open bike selection, so make sure you choose your fastest bike. There are no primes involved this week. It's all about the fastest times over the line. Um, so first question is how many times, <laughs> how glad you, you've not drunk enough that, uh, you were able to say straight up slugfest without, <laughs> without completely slurring that sentence. Fairly happy. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about loads of other stuff because this is probably the easiest of all routes for us to preview, isn't it? Um, and, and probably the most boring. Yeah, in many ways, the most boring, but we'll get to that. Don't worry. Um, so tactics, uh, like just pedal, uh, but no, pro proper time trial tactics. Who wants to talk us through that? Becca? I mean, seriously, what I said in group chat earlier was pick a number that you think you can't possibly do for 25 minutes and go for it. And oh, that group chat. I, I, we, we, we know you are an Instagram influencer, Becca, so I'm, I'm sure you're used to any chats you're in, everyone listens. But for those of you not in that group chat, it's, it's pick a number you think you can't do, do it till you vomit. It's, it's an excellent method for a TT. And... Uh, yeah, so either you will get a massive PB and you'll feel very successful or you'll be very ill for the rest of the day. Um, it's one I use regularly, as people will know who have raced with me and as of last week done a TTT with me. So the um, one of our one of our friends in that group chat, Marilyn, tried that tactic earlier, set a new Watts PB, or I've completely forgotten what that's called, you know, the Watts thing that flashes Why up at the end be? of the screen. Um, Watts PB, we'll call it. Um, and uh, didn't get a, a time PB. So, Craig, I reckon there's some other tactics that could be used here other than just pedaling hard. What do you think? Well, so uh, pedaling hard is is crucial on this, definitely. But uh, pedaling slightly harder on the two slight, very slightly uphill sections would be the only bit of uh, bit of extra. So, kind of go out a little bit under FTP, go well above FTP, up the, you know, the very steep 2% in the Oasis, back under FTP to the turnaround and then above the rest of the way back. And then herd again up the 2% and then see what's left. 
So Marilyn said that she set a one watt best 20 minute wattage. Um, and obviously we, we, we don't know what happened after those 20 minutes. So she's got another eight or nine minutes after, after those 20. Um, one, one thing that came into my mind now, obviously there's no draft in this event, but could any of the pack dynamic changes have had any impact on speed? You look at us like we're an informed audience that would have oh, sensible no. things to say about this, James. I'm sure it, you have an opinion. Interesting question. So I think, I don't think they've changed the CDA, have they? So that's the drag of, drag coefficient. They haven't um, said they had. So that, that's all the rumours are that they haven't changed the drag coefficient. They've just changed the behaviour. So I think they're looking at, if I'm going to get really technical here, the delta speeds and delta watts between people so the, the the differences and i suspect they've refined those a bit so i think those numbers are quite broad so you would classically cycle up to somebody going faster than them um, but because your watts weren't faster because you were light and they were heavier you just stop um, because it was prefer what however the algorithm was was just preferencing that watts over that delta speed, um, which is not like how bike riding works. Because when you ride up behind somebody outdoors and you're going faster than them, you tend to ride past them. Um, that's been my experience. I mean, I don't tend to ride faster than that many people, so I'm looking at Becker at this point. But when you ride faster than people outdoors, you tend to overtake them or ride into the back of them. I've done both. <laughs> it's generally how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah don't don't think so um uh, i mean it's it's not completely flat so i think there is some room for tactics i say tactics i think basically as craig says go go hardest on the the hilly bit two or two percent of it um because that's where you'll get as we discussed last week in how to climb hills um that's where you get your most return, is it? We were talking about um, the route last week. You're going to get your most return working hardest on the hill than you are doing the same percentage increase in efforts on the flat because uh, you'll get more of a gain in speed. So, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it's just really dull. Um, what are we going to do to alleviate the utter, utter boredom? Uh, Becca's going to vomit or, or consider where the bucket is. Um, do, you, do you put tunes on, Becca? Yeah. You have to with the TT. It's on Swift. I mean, what else are you going to do for 25 minutes? It's just pain and suffering and staring at the stupid, stupid desert. So thank you for that, James. If you're anything like how tired I am this week, you'll sing. Uh, you'll, you'll, actually, I was so tired yesterday at lunchtime that I adopted a Dick Van Dyke Mockney accent and invited my dog to luncheon for five minutes uh, in quite a sing-song way. But um, So I may do something mad like that. Uh, I, I'm hoping to do the 12 o'clock race. Anyone on Discord, I do apologise. Craig, are you tunes on, tunes off? Uh, tunes off. That uh, diminishes my enjoyment of the pain. Uh, pants on, though? Uh, I suppose. Clothing optional, as we say. And James, how about you? Um... I'll only use music, uh, music on solo rights. Um, and, and I think touching back on a point we made last week, um, Discord can be very helpful when you're in a really, really boring, really, really painful race, just to be able to listen to other people also really, really bored and <laughs> also in a lot of pain. Um, and it helps the time go by. And on a pan flat, um, on a pan flat race over 20 kilometers, and I think the elevation on this one just double elevation is 16 whole meters it's boring as hell 
um, it's exceptionally painful and anything that makes the time go past a little bit quicker is very beneficial. I mean, the desert's, uh, there's just so much of it that's nondescript as well. I mean, mm. once you've gone past the bit with the train and the garage with the dinosaur outside, what, what else is there? Um, and it's, it's not fo- like your... there isn't an interesting duck. There is apparently there's a stone that looks like Batman, but it's really it's, dark. Isn't, isn't there a roundabout? You can go around about 15 times before you work <laughs> yeah. out how to turn right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, companion app. Um, so yeah, tactics, uh, pedal, pedal a bit harder on the hill. Bike choice, best flat bike. It's, it's a no-brainer on this one. It's got to be a TT bike. It's got to be the best TT bike you've got Canyon with the Speed best Rex. flat. Oh, is that the new best TT bike? Yep. yep. Interesting. So that's replaced... What was the one before that? The um, P5X, was it? This, the this fellow. Felt, Felt IA and the Cervelo C5X. Mm. So I'm, I'll be on my Cervelo P5 or C5, anyway, the one you can buy when you're like level 30-ish, not not the one you have to wait till level 45 to buy. Um, but yeah, so the, the Canyon, that's the new fastest one. Right? Basically, people Google what's the fastest TT bike on Drift Insider and they'll have done proper things with maths. Um, we'll all do that. Uh, Disco wheels, eight five eight. I think the canyons at a lower level. Yeah, so do I. That's that you'll what... be able to buy that one. It I'm is. Yes. Just looking now. So Only... people can't see my excited space. I can spend my millions of drops on something. <laughs> twenty three or twenty four, I think. It's really low. Yeah. You just can't have any rainbow disc wheels, yeah. No, I just love Zwift's marketing policy, which basically Canyon have chucked them some money, so they're now the best bikes in the game. But yeah. it is, um, it's level number twenty-six. Ticks this down as another episode. I'll have to delete if any of us ever work for Zwift. Um, so <laughs> um, that's that one done. Uh, bike choice, flat one. It's a boring route. Pedal hard. Join people on Discord. Really join people on Discord because it's quite fun. Uh, it's quite fun chatting to people before. Because um, oh, we should probably talk about the staggered start. So it's a bit different. It is in the TT module, isn't it? So riders off every fifteen seconds. Yes. So basically, when you sign up for the event, if you sign up in Zwift Companion, um, the Companion app will tell you what your starting time is. Um, but yeah, basically, um, riders are receive a staggered start time, um, and you get launched off a crazy sort of escalatory type thing um, that sends you off at 30 kilometers an hour. Then you go over the start line and pedal dead hard. I believe if 1990s Gladiator has told me anything, that would be a travelator that you're launched off, James. Um, um, we won't go back to whether Beck is older than gladiators or not. Again, we've, we've been over that topic before far too many times. Um, the only other thing, if I remember rightly, is that actually you need to be a little bit cautious not to go mental right from the start because Mm -hmm. the start line is not when you're launched off the travelator you will you do a lead-in which isn't timed so you want to be moving at a pace that you want to continue at but some of us in the past have done really good first minutes uh, which have actually been really good first 15 seconds or something like that um those people will remain unnamed me I think it's probably 15 seconds before you hit the start line. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just to be aware that the the, the travelator, the, the normal archway you would pass through in a Zwift game isn't the launch point of the, of the clock. However, launch point, just, start just point of the clock. <laughs> on, on, on that point, very, very briefly touching on tactics, those 15 seconds get you your opportunity to get, your, get yourself up to speed. So if you are starting at 
let's say you, you'd normally do it at 40 kilometers an hour. If you manage to get yourself a flying start and hit the line at 45, then that could save you a few seconds as well. Yeah. So we're saying either pedal or don't pedal before the start, but just be aware there is a start, excuse me, there is a start line that is not the start line. Um, well, there you go. That's the kind of insight people came here for. Uh, right, let's go on to other things because uh, HSRL, quite dull, have fun. Um, but on to exciting things. And look how ha- look at Becca's excited little face now as we move on to discussing a climbing event or series of events. James, tell us about that. So, um, all being well, um, a week on Sunday, the Herd of Mountain Goats series will be starting. Um, this is going to be a 10-week series of climbing events using five different routes, each used twice. So you can compare your times and see if you've improved over the course of the series. Um, this is a first pass of the post series. So the first over the line will be the winner and score maximum lead points for their effort. So this is to replace the event formerly known as the Alp Dash. So every week. That, Curren- um, currently known as the Alp Dash. <laughs> which is yes, formerly. Well, I, I, yeah, it'll be this weekend, won't it? So in the Alp Dash, uh, Riders set off, was it 10 minutes yep. per category? Um, and it was first to the top of the out one. So sometimes, usually like a good C rider, if you could do that, um, would would often win it because there weren't enough Bs and As to, and there not enough of a draft to get up the climb quickly enough. Um, so yeah, that, that's going to be the format again, is it? There's going to be staggered starts. Is it going to be at 10 minutes or? No, I, I think I'm going to drop it down to five, like um, Summer Racing League. Um Realistically, um, the, the winner is one per category, um, and there will be times in some of these events where there is a noticeable draft, so riders in the lower categories can still jump on for periods of time. Cool. Just, and what are the staggered starts for HSRL and all that mean that Swift Power as an A, you never get a fit file, and it's really, really frustrating. Hmm. Never been an A. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, problems there, Becca. <laughs> I didn't. I did not know that, Becca, and I apologise. <laughs> Once again, blaming James Bailey for poor design and swift power, <laughs> as we like to do, stupid James. <laughs> um, so, five minutes staggered start. First to the top in your category wins, but you can still draft on some of them. What are the what are the five routes? Um, not confirmed. Um, we'll look to have uh, Road to Sky, so Alp to Zwift, mm-hmm. um, Ventop, um, Innsbruck UCI. Definitely Ooh. some, definitely something with the Epic KOM, and something else. You run out of long climbs, haven't you? Well, um, I could have Lorraine, um, but then you're basically having Ventop twice. So, yeah, but th- th- those are your four long climbs. Um, although, a little bit tempted to have two laps of Bologna. Finish um, Summit top on the second lap. So, 1.5 laps. Yeah. No, no that'd be cool. So, and, and, and I made an ooh sound because I know we've been discussing it uh offline online as it were so in our chat group um and i quite i, I ooed at innsbruck because i quite like the idea of a climbing event that isn't all summit finishes um so and, and as i think i complained things about things i don't like about zwift number 273 um was not enough long climbs um and i do think 
I do think there's a space in Zwift for climbs that take 20 to 40 minutes, 20 minutes for the likes of Becca, 40 minutes for the likes of me, that have a bit of a lead in, a descent and a sprint, and you're still done in an hour if you're a CD yeah. rider. Um, um, they just aren't the fruits like that. Um, I, I, I like 20 minute hills. Um, hmm. I like I like them a lot more than I used to. Um, I, 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 it's because they take a lot closer to 20 minutes than they used to. <laughs> You're a lot faster up those hills than you used to be doing. Um, yeah, so my, what, what are now my 20 minute hills used to be my 30, 35 minute hills. <laughs> probably explains why I like them a little bit more. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm very much with Steve. Um, I like mid-length hills um, that you can go at FTP or just over at for as long as you can. Um, but I also really like Volcano. It's probably still my favourite climb. Oh, one of the first herd rides, uh, herd summer racing league rides I did, in fact, was the route where you start by the marina, you go up Epic Com, and you finish by the marina. And I think we even did the bonus climb, thank you, James, <laughs> which it's just a fun route. It's a nice climb. You do well on that. But then because it was the herd summer racing league, there were primes. So I did really well on the climb. And I was really pleased with myself. And I did really badly in the results because I did well on the climb finished mid table in the seas didn't have a bunch so people other people were basically waiting at the top of the radio tower to form a bunch and i was like ha ha you're tired and i'm going past you and then they all did good sprints because they were in a pack um through the s's so um yeah it, it, it's a cool route though that one like that that it's a, it's a decent length climb um I please don't put the radio tower in. Uh, and then you've got that sprint at the end um, for the point. So that was a great one in HSRL. And it would actually be, I, it's quite a tactical finish that if you were to do that one with the Epic Com, like that, those little lumps through the S's as you come back towards the marina, like they're, they're quite tough. And if you've done quite an effort on the big climb, like there would be some interesting tactical racing there. And also someone like Ben Pointed or example, who's got a good 30 kg on me, he's going to descend Epic a lot quicker than I am. Um, so there's there's some interesting dynamics uh, to be had. Um, what for, I know you've done some chat in the Facebook group. Lots of people saying yes, that would be fun. But then there's lots of people like me and Becca who just like climbs. So uh, any naysayers? What do you say to those naysayers? Other than I'm heard DS and all around nice guy James Bailey and my will is iron. There there have been a couple of comments saying that they would like me to do this as an, a series in addition to the outdash. Um, I think my message to those guys, perfectly reasonable feedback. Um, you can do any variety of the Alp um, as a solo ride, pick the routes. It's very popular. You're always going to have people around you. Um, and if you want to do um, a race on the Alp, there's a number of other ones. Some at a very similar time to the Alpdash anyway. But um, I, when the Alpdash first started, we used to get two, 300 people per event. Um, now we're seeing maybe 50. Um, so a little bit of a change, a little bit of variety, and hopefully everyone have a good time doing it. Uh, I'd add to that. And I'd, I mean, I don't know about you, Becca. I've, I've kind of looked for a... Uh, more climbery series for a little while now because I, I quite like the climbs. I, I actually feel that I, I I'm not very good at sprinting basically, and I'm not I'm not very good on the flats. So it's quite nice to be somewhere where I'm a little bit more competitive rather than just being awful. And like, I've looked for climber series. I've not really seen one. Have you seen any kind of in your exploration of Swift? Not so much. I mean, I only joined Herd last year because the first Herd race was that I did was Innsbruck. And I was only did it because it had a big hill in the middle. So I think there is a lack 
of I know I think 3R put on a Three Sisters one at the weekend but other than that there's there's not a massive amount out there that change every week. I, th I think there's an Ascenders series um, but like you say Becca I haven't seen many climbing series and the the lighter among us will be very happy to know that um, the next series of HSRL will not be as flat as the current one. Thank God. <laughs> Craig, Craig, how do you I, feel? I, I can hear groans going throughout the planet Earth. So in any other group other than a group of road cyclists, I am not a heavyweight. But, and I'm not even a heavyweight in normal road cyclists. But in this group, I am the heaviest by a margin. Um it's an ever-decreasing margin with my uh, drinking and eating habits at the moment, Craig, so don't worry about it. I like to sprint. I think, I mean, this, I know we normally talk about criticisms of Swift. This is where I genuinely would have a criticism of Swift. Um, I mean, they're genuine every week. But I think this is probably in my top five. Obviously, sandbagging is the top one and rowing is number two. But in the top five would be the lack of... Uh, dynamism in the variety of routes so actually france is a bit flat and there's a seven minute hill so uh, if you put me on my bike blindfolded and i did petticom and you put me on my bli bike blindfolded and i did volcano am i going to notice the difference right. and those are two six seven minute comms and then what were we we were talking about um, where were we the other week we we're saying oh it's just like the Zwiftcom, or it's just like the the the, the com reverse. And it's like there's just a lot of samey climbs in there, and there aren't very many. Um, so I think there could be more. Zwift could do more to have more variety of routes, which hopefully New World Tokyo maybe does something. I haven't looked at the I haven't looked at the um, the course. Could be flat. Could be a sprinter's course. <laughs> Nothing has been published. Um, well, the the the, the, the world the, the Olympics are happening. Like the, they, the Olympics have published their route, and Swift will do something of that, won't they? Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's very interesting. It's it's probably just going to be the is it Fuji um, the VF1 track. Mm. Um, it's it probably just going to be that with yeah, maybe I, a little bit more. I think so. There isn't really a climb there. I think they'll put in. There's a there's a segment. So there's a long lead in from Tokyo to get to that area. That'll probably get thrown off the same as um, mm -hmm. happened with Innsbruck. And then there's the, the loop or that I think they do once they go over to Mount Fuji and then to this F1 circuit. So I, I, I think there's something that, they, that Zwift could do to, to segment that off to something I mean, we. They, I don't think they want a, a single long course that's whatever that is, 350 kilometers or whatever. I'll tell, tell you what, though, Craig, I, I would absolutely love 160K. Let, just call it one of the Tour de France stages. Um, I absolutely get that there would be an awful lot of work for their graphic designers to do to make something like that happen. But how good would that be? I, I, I've been thinking about this one because I was like, I, I would love a bit more. I know I sort of, I, I, I want that kind of feel of what bike racing is like in, in the kind of, in the game that Swift. And I think I'd probably say to you in Swift's defense, which I hate to do, um, that's what RGT's for. 
So if I if I was sitting there in Swift, I'd be like, what does our what what are what are the really unique points about our system? And it is like it is probably graphically the best mm-hmm. in Swift. Um, but where I think they miss out is I I actually like I like the dovetail with UCI, but I'd rather they did another like extend Watopia, like have mm-hmm. a really really cool world, have some other bits on there. Actually, you could do things like I know I said last week, Murder Hui like they've got the app to Zwift, like they've gone, look, we've got this faithful uh, recreation of a thing that you know from the world. It's in our fictional world of Watopia. So yeah, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool though, that you could in, in the same ride, uh, ascend out Duez, um, descend out Duez again, and then you could go up the Murder Hui and then you can cycle over to, I don't know, so thinking of like famous other climbs or famous other bits, you can like then cycle there to another famous stretch of road. So they, they faithfully recreate, you could do a 160K Tour de France ride, but recreating really famous like 20 kilometer sections. Like I, I that, that's the part of me that I, I wish Zwift actually owned, and it does it really well with um, UK, like the, the England world, that you go from the center of London to the hill far quicker. Like they do that dodge through the tunnel. And I think they, they play with the geography really, really well there. And I think that's what they would do. I, I would say to you, if you want 170 K faithfully recreating one sort of front stage, like you say, it's a lot of work and B does RGT kind of do that already. And I'm not a big RGT fan, but actually, could they play with the dynamics of the course? I, I wish they'd done this with Paris and France. That actually, could they have done a tunnel? So actually, you you you're, you descend von top, you ride 20Ks or you ride 10Ks and you can turn right and suddenly you're like coming into the entrance to that Champs-Élysées loop. Like that would have been, mm. I'm really surprised they didn't do it that way. Like to have Paris and France as two different worlds is... Yeah. So yeah, but so I I say yes. I like the idea of bits of Tour de France. I would just add all my favourite bits together. So I would, Champs Elysees would attach onto Murder Hui. We'd then do that um, famous bit actually that's near Montmartre. Anyone remember? God, I'm rambling here. Anyone remember the? I think it's the first year Armstrong wins the Tour. Um, they cycle near Montmartre on a uh, what those paths called like tidal paths. And the tide, there's a crash and the tide comes in. So like the Armstrong's in this, like gets seven minutes on the next favorite in the tour um, because he gets stuck the wrong side. <laughs> so like, let's have something like that. There need to be dogs. Like if I'm, if I'm thinking about like a dog ha- should run into the peloton, Becca, come on, help me out here. What other things happen in bike races that should be in Zwift? Um, uh, I should have the ability to be a militant French farmer and randomly park a tractor in the way as in part of a protest um becca should get the tax power up um so she should be able to just like recreate some bass separatists who have thrown tax in front of the route um the publicity train like every so often someone should run into my garage and just throw tat at me um <laughs> so anyway <laughs> I, i've broken craig i can just see him like rolling his eyes and chuckling in the background James, the herd does some other events um, during the week, and, and we should probably advertise them. So, Herd Summer Racing League is our is the kind of the marquee event of the Herd Racing League, but also we have a time trial event and a points based event. Please tell us more. We do indeed. So, some marketing tat at me. <laughs> um, so we have um, the Stampede, which is our individual time trial event. 
um just like uh, this weekend's hsr uh, hsrl um it's a no draft open bike selection event um it is on sunday at seven o'clock and then so these, these are british times um it's 9 a.m 705 p.m and 10 50 p.m on monday and also midnight on tuesday morning um this week um is becca's favorite course free sisters um so that'll be a lot of fun with some little hills in there um on wednesday at 9 a.m 7 p.m 10 50 p.m and midnight on thursday morning we have bullseye which is our points race series um so this is basically a, a multi-lap race um, and this week it is seven laps of the fan flats in um, Richmond. Um, and you score Good up boss. to hmm, um, you score um, up to 50 points per lap based on your um, position position in your category as you go over the lap banner and those points are doubled on the last lap. But it's very much like the points race you would watch in the Velodrome. That's a bull-sized cool series. I like that. It's, if, if you're terrible at sprinting and you want to get better at sprinting, I'd recommend the bullseye because it tends to be an easier pace than a lot of the, the race races because people rest and then do the sprints um, uh, and the bunches are a bit smaller. Um, and uh, the cool thing about the Stampede is that we're, so we're in the time trial module this weekend um, which means we have those 15 second staggered starts. So it's a lot like a, a real time trial that you would, you'd go out at separate times. Normally everyone starts at the same time in the stampede, um, but you have the draft turned off. So it is an individual event because you can't draft people, but I actually really like that. I, I remember early days in the seas, like with, with Shifty and Keith Denton from WKG and Lee Hodgson, like you, you just have people who are about the same pace as you and I'd be a bit quick up the hill and then they catch me up on this flat bar and, and you can actually have that really neck and sort of nip and tuck battle over the, the, the course it's, of the TT. It, can't it's, it's actually even better when you're almost exactly the same pace as someone who's got exactly the same name as you. Did this happen to you this week, didn't it? Yeah, no, um, James Bailey, me, was fourth. James Bailey, him, was fifth. Um, We've never um, seen you in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Nobody can prove you're different people. Indeed. Uh, but it, and we it do was, have um, someone here who mysteriously did 10, 12 watts a kilogram off the front of a race because he'd paired to the wrong account, mentioning <laughs> no names, Craig Martin. It, 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 was, it was actually really fun, though, because um, it was four laps of the Innsbruck ring, um, so four leg stappers. Um, I built up on the first lap probably a five-second lead um, up to the leg, uh, the leg snapper, and he just went absolutely mental and overtook me, and then I had to catch him back up again, and then in the end I won by, I think, all like 30 seconds but after that first lap i didn't think i was going to win and it was a battle of the james baileys ah in a battle of the james baileys which one wins james bailey james bailey found out. um so yeah it's just a cool event I, I think there is something neat in that like you can genuinely see how close you are and this is where ernst uh and uh and uh, sleeky's aim and earned his nickname of the rocket man because on the flat the man just flies at like 2.4 watts per kilogram and 9,000 miles an hour um so yeah uh, there's a lot of watts there uh becca you're a fan of this route for the stampede this week i know i'm just trying to work out how to fit it in with zrl and doing hsrl and wanting to actually go outdoors and get some vitamin d it's, it's raining this weekend it's southwest don't go outdoors do the Sunday evening one, 7 p.m. It's nice UK time. Here. 
like I want to go outside. Go out in the morning, drift in the evening. Problem yeah. solved. All I'm all I'm hearing is excuses, not solutions, here, Becca. Come on. <laughs> This is not what people come to this show for, all 200 of them. They come for you rolling your eyes and us making bad jokes about croissants, as we've well established. Um, Speaking of things people came for, we did get requests on Facebook to talk more about ZRL. We've taken the executive decision that we don't want to do that, um, partly because this is our show and screw you. Um, But no, mainly because... um, we just want to talk about herd events. Uh, we think there are loads of people already talking about ZRL, and to be honest, they're doing it better than four really tired and slightly drunk people can do on a Friday night. So, much love, uh, and uh, and I think we all take part in ZRL, and we've given love to people like Craig who organise it for us, and it's a cool event, and we love it. But we're not going to talk about it uh, unless I win, in which case that's all you're going to hear about. It's never going to happen. So, also, um, ZRL finishes in four weeks and then it's paused until autumn. So, oh, really? Well, yeah. that is interesting. Is that because they need to fix rowing? <laughs> I assume so. Well, the Zwift Rowing League will be also called ZRL. Um, so, uh, what's annoyed us this week in the world of Swift? Uh, Becca, you're rolling your eyes, so I think you're not ready to speak yet. Craig, let's go start with you. So, what has annoyed me this week is not in Swift. It is the fact that I am getting old. I went out and did uh, bunny hops with my son for not that long. And then I basically couldn't get on the road bike for two days because I am old and broken. Becca, uh, what's annoyed you about Swift this week? Honestly, I was going to say I've sort of lost a bit of interest because of the lack of diversity in routes. Like France was, what, a year ago when they introduced it? And I need something new, so I'm just getting a little bit bored. And so I've just been skipping it, to be honest, when I should be riding. And I think that's like, I know we sort of have a bit of a laugh and a joke in this segment, but that, that genuinely is where... Swift needs to light up its game, right? And I, I feel like do like they they are graphically strong, but you know you know what they could be working on four, five, six, fifteen, twenty k editions that that it looks like there are bits that they're meant to go into France, like there's little turns left that go nowhere, and they like, what are you doing? Um, it's kind of, um, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm pulling a face at the camera of the Zoom call that to express my dismay but like there just could be cool things they'll be doing and like, i think we're all very excited we're all very excited by france it's pretty like it's nice you said i could pass my march but it's pretty also pretty dull isn't it like it's only what three routes uh, paris is cool um von top is very long like i think we when we heard they might put a major alpine climb in there was a lot of chat about galibier and galibier is even longer um so i much just like that would be cool it's a really, really long climb and it would take forever. Please don't put it in. Um, I don't, I don't, things with, with um, Ventu, I, I don't think it's the fact it's really long. It's just barren. It's really boring. Boring. <laughs> Vontop famous for its lunar landscape. Is a really, and we were surprised that it was a dull ride. <laughs> uh, James, what's annoyed you about the world of Swift this week? Um, Probably the fact that the uh, team results for Herd Summer Racing League aren't working properly. Um, so ba- basically, um, the 
So out of your team, your top five riders will score team points every week. And apparently, despite the fact we've got about pro- probably 50 to 75 riders in B, Zwift-Power decided that we only had four people that completed it. Um, so that's now with Zwift support to try and fix it. Um, I've been dealing with a very helpful guy called Flint, who's known quite well on the Zwift forums. Um, and he, he says he's got a couple of theories, but he's digging in a bit deeper. So hopefully we'll get some traction next week. But cool. other than that, I have no annoyances that I can think of right now. I think it just it just adds to the big pile of like, I just want, I just want Zwift to pick a few things that they're going to do and do them really, really well. And then they can go, but I think it's, it's almost like, it's like me in the new project. Like I am distracted by the nearest shiny bauble until someone just dangles another shiny bauble in front of me. And I feel like the Zwift project teams kind of have the same lack of clarity. Like there are, there are several things that the community would screaming out them to fix that are not how other games work. Like, you know, having a chat function in game that works, like having results in game that, are in the game and I don't have to go as well. And I'm repeating myself about things I've ranted about before. So I'm going to stop. And I'm also stealing Craig's thing. That's annoyed me about Zwift. I am getting old. I have to work far too hard and in a chair and have broken myself sitting down, which is the lamest possible way to break yourself. So I've had a bad back and haven't ridden my bike a week. Stupid Zwift. Right. I think that's it folks. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks everybody. Thank you.